Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. What up, everybody? It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Wednesday. It is the third day of August, 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there, man. Yeah. How are you doing, Big J? Great. We had dinner last night together. Yeah. Tried a new place. Sounded like you were pretty happy with your meal, yeah? Yeah, not bad. Good. Will you return, question mark? Uh, no, I don't think so. Wow. Well, then you couldn't have been that happy. Well, because it was good, but it's not the best in the world of Italian food. So, that's a fair assessment. Uh, I also was right about my meal last night, and I was up all hours of the night. Uh, it uh, It was a fun battle me the bathroom last night but we sally forth do we not big j well apparently yeah yeah uh i gotta spend this afternoon out at the idaho center big j it's walkthrough day for x fest we gotta get the uh the agenda planned out and uh the map set in stone and realize where things like where the Coors light vip section is going to be where the clarity credit union broadcast booth is going to broadcast from uh where the radio station is going to be set up all day out there for x fest uh, so today is planning day, and that is how I will spend my afternoon. But hopefully you're as excited as we are now that the lineup is fully set. Papa Roach, Falling in Reverse, Hollywood Undead, our friends in Bad Wolves, Basement added to the bill. It's all going down in a couple of weeks, Big J, a little over two weeks away from Exodus. Crazy. Yeah, when you think about it out loud, it really, really is, considering it took us six years to get here. But... Tickets are available now. Grab them while you can so we have an awesome time together. It's a weekend day. You get to have the whole day if you want. Sunday it up with us on the 21st, and let's have ourselves a good time. As far as the show today goes, we've got your chance to go to Pop Evil on Saturday at the Knitting Factory. Attached to that will be a chance and opportunity and a full-on guarantee that you and a guest can go to the soundcheck party with Pop Evil that they are going to put on with us that we're very excited for. So... That will make your Saturday a whole lot cooler. Got a sold-out show with Whiskey Myers at Outlaw Field on Sunday. We'll have tickets to that over the course of the show as well. Big J, after dinner, went home and watched Bob's Burgers, the movie. He's got a movie review for you on that perspective of things. That's coming up this hour. Plus, we're going to have the usual fun all on the agenda for today, but we also play music on this very show. So let's kick things off with some Nirvana. It's Come As You Are here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, Idahoans got another option for health care yesterday, courtesy of St. Luke's Hospital. They officially announced the launch of their very own health plan yesterday. Uh, it's something they've been working on for the last couple of years. And Matt Wolf, who is the health plan president, said they're trying to connect people with affordable, easy to access care specifically here in the Treasure Valley. 
Now, uh, because they have a new plan doesn't mean any of the current insurance that St. Luke's is accepting is going to change. That's just not the case. So if your primary care physician is at St. Luke's and you're kind of worried about how that's going to play out or if they'll only accept their insurance going forward, that's not it. Uh, it's just an additional option and maybe a more affordable one for some people that have a outpriced or overpriced healthcare plan at their current job. So they've been working on it. Uh, they have an option that will include $0 copays for in-network primary care, preventative care, and maternity care. And they're also getting rid of pre-authorization, which means they'll have more flexibility with your health care plan as well. Now, specifics about how much coverage costs will be available after the board certifies the plan in September. Enrollment will begin in October, and it'll close in December on the 15th. And so you'll have a couple of months to enroll in it if you're interested. So keep an eye out on the St. Luke's website. Right around September 1st or 2nd, they should release all the details for their new health care plan, which would begin on January 1st of next year. So just another option. You never know. Could be more expensive, could be less expensive than the one you currently have, or it could have some perks and stuff that your current plan doesn't have. It's always good to do the research, Big J, and see if you can find something that is fits your needs and saves you some money. Agree or disagree? Yeah, got to do it. You are a sports fan, but I would say a casual at best baseball fan. Had you heard of Juan Soto until the home run derby this year? Yeah, uh, I had, but uh, huge, dude. Yeah, no, it was a big deal. I mean, that's why I was wondering. I was wondering how somebody uh, that that doesn't really follow the sport understands what big of a deal the Juan Soto trade is. Not because he's the best player in baseball, because he's not, but he's up there. But the most important thing is the kid's 23 years old, man. I mean, whatever team was able to drag in this superstar with this trade deadline thing is going to have a hell of a player for a very long time. And that's what the San Diego Padres pulled off yesterday with a swap uh, from the Washington Nationals. They also got Josh Bell, who was an all-star as well, in the trade. Certainly the biggest deal of the season. It cost the Padres a lot. Uh, They gave up a bunch of players for... Uh, Of course, uh, Soto, but that makes sense to me. Red Sox and uh, Padres also made a trade yesterday. Eric Hosner went from the Padres to the Red Sox after he decided he didn't want to go to the Nationals as part of that Soto package. But the Padres were like, well, we can't keep you around now, man. We're going to trade you. So off he went. Uh, Another big trade. The Philadelphia Phillies got a couple of starters. They got Noah Sarsgaard and Brandon Marsh from the Angels and then grabbed Robinson, the closer from the Chicago Cubs as well. Blue Jays got pitcher Mitch White and Alex DeJesus from the Los Angeles Dodgers in a couple of trades as well. So it was a pretty interesting deadline. Some big names removed for sure. We'll see how much of an impact they have as we head into the second part of the Major League Baseball season. You're going to see a couple more of these pop up from time to time as NFL teams are starting to practice. We've had another season-ending injury. Tim Patrick, the wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, is done for the rest of the year. He was carted off the practice field yesterday with a right knee injury. Turned out to be a torn ACL. So that is going to put him on the shelf for the entire season. The Buccaneers starting center also out for the year with a torn ACL. So just a reminder that this is this is the best time for you as an NFL time, but also could be the worst because, you know, they're out there practicing. But, man, it sucks when your guy's gone for the year and he hasn't even started yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I think that, that center guy just signed a new contract, too. Yeah, yeah. That's how it works sometimes. Big J, congratulations to Chris Rock. Apparently, they're still giving him some money for Everybody Loves Chris. He just signed a pretty big deal with, uh, of course, Paramount Plus and Comedy Central for an animated version of his sitcom Everybody Hates Chris. 
It ran on a uh, the CW for about six seasons, and now Paramount Plus and Comedy Central, along with MTV, have decided to uh, make it an animated version of things. Don't know if the old cast will be involved at all or if at all, but we do know that it's going to come to a streaming service near you very, very soon. So if you enjoyed that show, now you know you're going to get a little taste of it again. It may take you a little while to remember Big J because now you're Big J, of course, and you make Big J dollars. But can you think back to the last time, like, you know, things were really a struggle to make end meet? You know, either you were working multiple jobs in order to pay bills or the jobs that you had did not pay you well and you needed as much help as you could get. Do you remember it? Oh, yeah. How would you rate your happiness at that particular time in your life, Big J? Were you just, like, gleefully going through life no matter what and just doing whatever you could? Or do you remember, like, it being... A hard time for you. No, I don't remember being like uh, like depressing and the worst thing ever. And like every day, I was like, "Why? Why yeah. am I doing this?" No, because in that struggle, uh, there's other people around me, and you know, I had some help here and there. But you know, we were having fun. A good support system is what you yeah. had to help you through that particular time. Makes sense. How long ago was that in the Big J timeline? Uh, probably. 17 years ago. Okay. So, uh, what, mid-20s kind of a thing? Yeah. And so you were dealing with trying, I imagine, trying to get into this business full-time, right? And making the yes. transition from uh, the other outside of the workforce into the radio world. And that means paying dues and getting paid nothing in order to get your foot in the door and Check putting in, in time. Exactly. All that kind of stuff. I understand the story very, very well, as I have the same one as well. But uh, according to Columbia University, if you're working at a job, by the way, they did uh, make sure it was specific to just one job. If you're working one job and you are not getting paid very well at that job, odds are you're probably not doing that great mentally. You understand? Uh, especially if you're trying to get by on minimum wage, that's just not something that is possible. But anybody else that is working for just above minimum wage or, you know, putting in 35 to 40 hours a week at a particular job that doesn't pay them very well, odds are they're not very happy in their personal life or their professional life. And leads to an increase of depression, stress, and weight, Big J, in people's lives, all of which can contribute to accelerated aging in the brain. And so basically, working at low-paying jobs makes us miserable for the most part. And I suppose it's not that much of a stretch when you sit down and think about it. It's like, why would anybody be really happy not barely making any kind of money? Oh, yeah, for sure. And so why that, that kind of spills over into your personal life seems like a pretty easy transition to make, but... You know, as Big J had mentioned, not everybody is unhappy working low-paying jobs. Well, I also think it's like, what are you doing in, 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 in with that low-paying? You know what I mean? Is that what all you're doing with your life? I mean, is it that you found out what it is that you want to pursue? Do you have a purpose? If your purpose is just to get up and go to work and pay your bills, then yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty grim outlook. Yeah. But if you have a purpose, something that you're striving to accomplish, whether it be higher education or you're pursuing a dream of, of what you want to do for the rest of your life, and this is just a means to get to that, it's a different story. That that can make all the difference in that. Yeah, if you're using a low-paying job as a stopgap to get you where you want to go, that's you know something that at least you can look forward to. Or let's say that low-paying job currently is an internship that could turn into something down the road that's in the profession you actually want to chase down. While we can have... D- discussions all day whether or not you know in internships are actually something that is beneficial or should be used you can certainly say maybe there's a light at the end of that tunnel 
Yeah, and it's hard for me sometimes, and I feel bad to relate to those folks out there that might be stuck in the drudges who are or poor who, people. Not poor people, just people who are really struggling with that because they don't seem to either have that purpose or that drive or that thing that they want to do. And it, 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 I really don't get it because ever since I was a kid, at some point I had something that I wanted to do with my life. And once I landed on that, I didn't stop until I was there. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, some people are driven and have that ability to do so. Others are not so much. Or once they get to a place where they think they want to be, it's not what they thought it was. And so that can certainly suck some of that ambition out of you, too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you have that goal, you get there and you're like, this bleeping sucks. That's going to be quite the blow to the psyche and everything. So there's a lot of mitigating factors involved in this stuff. But just know that if you're at a job that pays you well, whether or not it's your dream job, it certainly could be worse. The grass isn't always greener, and sometimes we have to appreciate what we have from time to time to make sure that we respect it and fear it, Big J, as it deserves to be. Fear. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J spent some time with the Bob's Burgers movie. Full review next on the (laughs) X-Rocks. I just live my own worst enemy here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, you, the collective ex listeners, voted uh, via the TDS Fiber text line for Big J to watch a movie called The Bob's Burgers Movie <laughs> for streaming dumbass. So Big J sat down, did his due diligence, and now you get a full review. How was it, Big J? Yeah, the whole cast, everybody was there, man. Bob, Luis, Linda, Tina, Gene. Uh, you got uh, my favorite character. Who do you think my favorite character is in Bob's Burgers? I'm hoping it's Teddy. <laughs> it's Teddy. <laughs> Without a doubt, uh, for sure. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, with these animated, you know, uh, movies, I mean, whether it be The Simpsons or Beavis and Bedhead, you know, they are just bigger versions of the episodes, really, when you get down to it, a much longer uh, one. And that's what you have in this case with Bob's Burger movie. Uh, you know, the, the burger shop is in peril, man, and uh, it's a pretty stressful time for Bob. And uh, so here's the thing, I you know, I'm not the biggest Bob's Burger fan. I don't know what it is. I don't know if there, uh, if there's a, a humor or something there that I'm not getting. It's just kind of quiet. It's a quiet humor. My guess is it's too musical for you. Yeah, it is. There is, but you know, I mean, look, look in in Beavis and Butthead to America. There's musical stuff there, but it's rock music. Uh, for the most part. And then in The Simpsons, you got Spider Pig. You know, that was a big musical scene, <laughs> right? So you have that. But there are a lot of musical set pieces. And I was going to say, I'm like, listen, I don't like them in, the, in movies. Why would I like them in animation? And, you know, some of the songs are catchy and it's, it's not bad. So there are those pieces. But uh, The Burger Shop is in peril. That's what the movie is about for the most part because of uh, finances. And then there's uh, a murder mystery, which uh, is a lot of fun as well. And Kevin Klein is great um in 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 this role and so yeah you know i mean it's it's an episode of it's a mystery uh that that unfolds and you get to enjoy the fun that goes through that and you know in the end you know it's all going to be okay so you don't have to worry about that and uh there was some humorous moments in there for sure uh it sounds like it might be big j approved yeah i i debated this as i was watching and i'm like is this something and 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 about halfway through i'm like nah i'm not gonna do it uh just because i I, why should i decide i like the movie better than i like the episodes etc but then at the end you know it just kind of got me it just kind of got me and i was like you know what this is a pretty fun movie i enjoyed myself maybe i should watch more bob's burgers so yeah approved 
Uh, if it helps, the show is not nearly as musical as the movie is. I mean, there's some scenes right. and music as a part of it, but yeah. it's not like it did seem to me like they were breaking out like every 10 minutes in a song in the film. And that's OK. You have to differentiate it somehow from the TV show and make it bigger. And that's one way that they decided to do it. Maybe it was me. But my one critique of the movie that I saw, maybe because it was in theaters too, but um, it was clear to me that this was made during COVID times because one of the big things about Bob's Burgers is they've always recorded together. And to me, the voices and seemed a little bit off. Did it seem sound-wise off to you a little bit? Was no, the because okay. I don't watch enough probably okay. to to catch something like that. I'm seeing the same thing. Like um, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but I've seen the preview of the trailer now. Like for the last three times I've gone to the movies, and it's for that Nickelodeon Michael Sarah Samuel Jackson karate animated feature. Oh yeah. And I I think the voices sound weird in that trailer too. Like they're in like like they they didn't have the 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 pristine sound the equipment sound set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that that's, could be. And, and, and it sounded off and weird to me, and it did in the movie as well. But again, I couldn't tell if it was just me or sound or, or what. But I will say that, it, it, yeah, I agree with Big J. It's, it's, Here, it's fun. Here's the difference between the musical sets to me uh, for this. His, and, and it's one of those things where I don't know why I don't like musicals or music set pieces in, in movies. Because if you think about the way they break into song here in Bob's Burgers, the movie anyways... Uh, it sounds familiar to me, and it, it's it's something that we do here in the studio all the time. <laughs> like if there was a movie about our life, Nick, there would be there'd huge, be a lot more music yeah, in there than you'd like. You, yeah, than you would think. And it's not just because we're a rock station. We sing song everything around here, and it's stupid. Just like these songs are stupid. And I'm like, maybe that's what gets me about it. I, I think I can handle the musical version of things and animated features and things like Bob's Burgers and things like South Park the movie a lot better only because like they're also funny as well as trying to move the right. plot and they're not just trying to you know trudge along or reflect on something or, or you know fit take in it, a piece like oh we got to have that musical piece right here. or take it too seriously they're trying to have a little bit of fun and be funny as well in the lyrical content or the delivery so it makes it a little bit more palatable for me in those particular things but uh, i also am with you a lot in times with musicals and things like that in movies but uh, I think we both are approving it, so it sounds like it's Big J approved yeah. officially. Bam. Bob's Burgers, the movie, it, it, whether you're a fan of the TV show or not, is worth your time, according to Big J, and it is available for you to watch on HBO Max. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I saw this story, and it interested me because about, I want to say like maybe two, three weeks ago, I logged into Netflix and it asked me if I wanted to upgrade my package to 4K for an additional charge every month. And I was like, you know what, Netflix, you're already getting enough money out of me every as it is. Hell no, Netflix. I think I'm okay. But do you have the 4K optimization on your Netflix package? I don't think so. Uh, there's a lot of people that do. And the reason why it stuck out to me is because the numbers that Netflix released over the last couple of months are pretty interesting to me. Like, you know, I, I guess I'm a different breed. I don't know. But when I when I watch my streaming services, I enjoy doing it on my main television. You understand? Yeah. Like, I mean, under protest, if I'm flying or traveling or whatever, I'll watch something on my phone. But it's not my preferred way to digest my program. It's something that I do out of a necessity uh, from time to time. But if I had a choice, I'm sitting down and I'm watching it on one of my many TVs in my house, I suppose. But uh, the flip side to that is 
the amount of people that use Netflix specifically for or only on their phones or laptops or smaller screens, tablets, the numbers are staggering to me. About 45% of Netflix users use them strictly on these devices. Yeah, what a bunch of psychos. Which is incredible to me. But what that also means is if you are paying for that 4K upgrade, odds are you're not getting the quality that you pay for. So uh, this is just kind of like a customer service announcement where it's like, listen, if you're paying Netflix the extra $3 a month for 4K and all you do is watch on your laptop or your cellular phone, the odds that you're getting full 4K presentation, pretty small. Even though your phone has the capability, the way that the Netflix app works, it doesn't translate itself as well as it should. So you have an opportunity if you're using Netflix on your laptop to use a different browser. Uh, Safari is really good with 4K. That's the one you should use. But if you're using Google Chrome or Firefox or something like that for your laptop, they don't protect. They don't put together 4K resolution. So you might be paying for it, but you're not getting it. So just a reminder that if you feel like it's important, you feel like you can see a tangible difference between high-definition Netflix and 4K Netflix, and that's what you have to have and pay for, then make sure you're using the right kind of equipment to get your proper picture. How about stop doing that and watching on a real TV, you weirdos? Well, some people don't have that ability. Or, you know, if you're living in a college dorm room, that's just not something that's possible. Or, you know, it depends on your whole setup. I I guess I'm, I'm just surprised by how many people do it. And then probably how many people are just wasting, essentially, you know, I mean, granted, it's not that much. It's $2 a month. But still, if it's money you shouldn't be paying, why pay for it? Agree or disagree? Yeah. All right, Big J, uh, we have to say rest in peace to another legend that we lost yesterday. Broadcaster Vince Scully, the longtime voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers, passed away yesterday at the age of 94 years old. The team officially announced it last night. He, of course, was... I mean, just an icon of play-by-play. National TV as announcer for baseball. He did some football games as well. Uh, A lot of times he ended up uh, basically being in some movies and pop culture things just because he was Vin Scully. Uh, He got the Presidential Medal Medal of Freedom. He's got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He is, in my estimation, in my definition, when you think of a play-by-play announcer, Vin Scully is a name that should come to mind no matter what. Uh, he retired from the the actual business only a couple years ago. Uh, was still going strong into his late 80s, so had an incredibly impressive broadcast career. Uh, by all indications, I never had the chance to cross paths with him, but in my sports writing days, knew plenty of people that did, and I've never heard a bad word about Vin Scully in my entire life. Seems like one of those really good guys that gave back, that helped out, and that earned every single th- you know kind of allocate that he got and certainly will be missed in the world of baseball and sports period. So rest in peace to Vince Scully for sure. Big J, on Monday there was some TikTok stuff going crazy because Jason Momoa decided he wanted to be a, uh, a basically somebody that helped out on a Hawaiian Airlines flight. Isn't that nice? It's a TikTok. He was uh, basically, uh, you can see on the TikTok, he's giving water to passengers, saying, hey, welcome to Hawaii, all that kind of stuff. He basically was uh, kind of like a, uh, almost like a flight attendant, if you will, for Hawaiian Airlines. Sounds like he was having a little bit of fun. I don't know if it was planned as like part of like some sort of promotional thing or just something he wanted to do, but it seems cool. I saw him handing out um, aluminum bottles of water. Yeah, a particular type of water. So probably that's his deal. He is, uh, you know, very anti one use plastic. And uh, so, you know, getting water in the recyclable aluminum cans is something that he's made one of his missions. And that's why I think it's probably tied to that. 
That makes sense to me. So uh, you can check out the video. It's all over social media, but just know this is not a permanent career change for Jason Momoa. He was just doing a little bit of his own part and having some fun. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Once again, your weekly reminder that life is not a movie. And if you try to copy things you see in movies, it won't work out. Usually. And if you're going to copy stuff from movies, at least make it a good movie. Yeah. But this particular story is like ripped directly from like one of the scenes of the Michael Bay film Ambulance that is streaming now on Peacock. Did you ever see it? I haven't seen it yet, no. It's got Jake Gyllenhaal in it. It's got Jonathan Majors in it. It's got some great talent in it, but it's a really bad movie. All about a... (laughs) <laughs> a bank heist gone wrong and that forces uh, some bad guys to take over the ambulance of the number one paramedic team in LA. It is an established plot point that this is the number one paramedic team in LA on multiple occasions and then you know they have to do medical procedures all while driving around town in a stolen ambulance getting chased by uh, police officers etc. You understand? Mm-hmm. And of course one of the bad guys didn't really want to be a bad guy you see Big J? So it complicates things a little bit. But unlike that movie, this particular story certainly involves an ambulance and certainly involves a bad guy. That bad guy's name is 26-year-old Jose Vega. Uh, Cops say they don't know why it happened, but apparently Jose was strolling by a hospital, Big J, saw an ambulance and said, give me that, and kind of went into the ambulance, hot-wired it, and then stole it. Took it on a little bit of a joyride. So there he is on an ambulance in the streets, and then he's like, what do I do next? I got an ambulance, I got an ambulance, I got an ambulance. I know what I'll do. I'm going to start ramming this thing into cars inside the waiting for food at drive throughs like it's a damn demo derby. And so that's what he did. Drove not to one, not to two, but to three different fast food restaurants in the Houston area, slamming into cars waiting in line. <laughs> he then psycho. allegedly head ba- headed back out on the road where he crashed into another car, eventually drove the wrong way through a Whataburger drive-thru and slammed into more cars before the ambulance finally kind of gave out on him. I'm going to say disgruntled fast food worker. Or ambulance worker, what do you think? I mean, he knew how to get in that ambulance. That's pretty impressive. Amazingly, uh, despite his kind of rampage, nobody was injured. It was just a bunch of fender benders. Cops did apprehend him at the Whataburger and arrested him for felony theft and, of course, uh, failing to stop as well. So it's going to be a very pricey joyride for Mr. Vega. Uh, But I do not know if he got the full experience. No, uh, Jose Vega. Don't know if he got the full experience and turned on the siren, which I think is probably the dream of anybody driving some sort of ambulance or emergency vehicle, right? Generally, yeah. And if anybody got hurt, at least there was an ambulance on the scene, although I don't think there was anybody in the ambulance that could have helped out. But thankfully, nobody was injured. But yeah, this is a terrible idea. I'm not sure what the end game was supposed to be or what the purpose was, but he clearly was not right and decided to. But what a bad lunch break, right? You're just kind of waiting in line at the Taco Bell. Next thing you know, some ambulance comes through and starts plowing into your vehicles. That would yeah. suck. That would certainly be a terrible then Tuesday. then you're still hungry, and you're not going to get your Taco <laughs> right. Bell probably. Suddenly, well, I'm guessing that's, hunger takes a backseat. That's seat. always my concern. Something terrible happens in the drive-thru yeah. line that you don't get your food? Well, you got your priorities. I'm there for a reason. (laughs) Do not interrupt his mission. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. It is the X Rocks. 
182 here on the morning after with Nick and Big J, and I'm excited for a Big J update. Listen, uh, I, I just want to say this, that I love our animals. I love our pets very much. Uh, but uh, to me, things are getting out of hand just a little bit. I mean, we're really uh, taking on this uh, thing where uh, the wife is, is considering uh, the pets as grandkids because we don't have any grandkids yet to <laughs> yeah. fawn over. Okay. And so there are events happening this week that I'm just like, oh, okay. Uh, first and foremost, today there is a photo shoot. <laughs> um, I do with remember multiple, with multiple dogs. So uh, we've got uh, dogs. yeah, we've got Lincoln. Uh-huh. So he's the uh, little pup in the house, <clears throat> and then we've got Audio, who's my oldest daughter and her girlfriend's uh, uh, dog. Uh, so uh, that's uh, that's our other little grandbaby there. Uh, she's a ginormous uh, pit mix, and she's a sweetheart. But uh, so, and then there's uh, the uh, the uncle uh, Uncle Ryan's uh, his pit, and uh, his name is uh, um, Yoko. And so they're uh, they're all three going to get together. They're getting pictures today. So you're doing like a family photo shoot? Not family. I, I have nothing. No, they're just doing pictures of the dogs. But the dogs don't live together either. Right. They're just getting together. Yeah, I don't know if they're getting together for the shoot or if it's individually, but pictures are being taken and we're spending money on these things. Okay, so that's happening. Although I, it's been told to me that, hey, this is a special, special, uh, there's a discount going on here. And so I'm like, okay, I don't care about the money. It's the principle of it. <laughs> really, we have a gargantuan amount of pictures uh, already. Okay, so there's that. Well, it's Lincoln's birthday coming up Saturday. And so, yeah, there is. Is a birthday party happening at our house, like a legitimate birthday party. But I'm like, dude, come on! You hated birthday parties for little kids. For kids, I was. Then I went on my rant about how you know, wait, maybe until five, you don't need a birthday party. Really, like, what's the point? And so, yeah. Uh, and, and then um, Kyle's brother, uh, he has a dog named Hank. And so uh, Lincoln and Hank, they like to play together a lot. And so they'll go over to their place and play. And so, you know, Hank in, in, is coming over. And so we're <laughs> there's like a legit party going to be happening at our house on Saturday uh, for a birthday party. And I'm like, listen, is this just because you want to have a party and come over to the house? That's okay. But we have to call it a birthday party for a dog? Like, what is your responsibilities for said party? Not I, I'm going to be locked in the damn room. Oh, you don't even want to interact in the party. Well, no, because there'll be a. It's going to turn into a party. You know what I mean? I mean, like that's what's going to happen here. And I'm like, oh, man, Saturday. Uh, you know, I'll be at the Pop Evil show for a while, but I mean, it's still, I just, I, you know, and we've got cats. And so here's the thing: all the cats with dogs coming over. Oh, they're going to be displaced into the room and freaked out. And it's just like, geez, man. Jeez, can't we just enjoy our animals? We got to have. Oh, and they already got like, uh, like presents uh, for. And, and 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 Lincoln gets so much stuff. We have so many toys, and he destroys them. You know, one by one by one. Uh, but uh, they're all over the place. Sometimes, if you come over to our house, you think a toddler was there. You've become everything you've hated. What happened? Uh, and it's just, I mean, I love them. Yeah. I love them to death. But I'm like, this is getting ridiculous. So I come home and on the table, there's these four different containers. And they have the names of the dogs on them. And I'm like, what is this for? Why? Why is their name on it? So we can keep is them Is there party separate? favors for coming over to the birthday party <laughs> yes, for the dogs? yes. 
And I'm like, they're gonna put tennis ball throwers in there. And I'm like, this has gone too far, man. Too far. I mean, it's a pretty cool idea, but oh, it, okay, it, is it? Well, sure. I mean, listen, if you, you maybe might I'm as well, a fuddy duddy. You, no, you might as well have your. But my point is, this was never you. This was always something that you would make fun of others for, and was not something that you ever wanted to do. This still isn't me. No, I understand. I'm saying this is why you're a cat person. I feel like, like you know, because they just kind of do their own thing. You don't. Have, I don't think anybody's ever had a birthday party for a cat. Even if they've had them, have you ever? I mean, you've had cats for years. You ever had a birthday party for your cat? No, and that—that's that, another thing I'm saying. What about the cats? Okay, what? They don't get a container with their name on it. What's the deal here? It's discrimination. Okay. It was the answer you don't you don't throw a party for a cat? That's ridiculous. I I didn't really get a good answer because they know they're wrong. Well, have fun at your dog's birthday party this weekend, Big J. Morning after with Nick and no. Big J. Coming up in a few minutes, we got your important stuff plus your pop culture smackdown. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I'm not sure your girls had this issue. My oldest son is about to be 16, and this is in full force, but. And maybe even you and I had it when we were teenagers. I don't know. It's called the power of sleep, Big J. And uh, I almost akin it to uh, my son's superpower. He is easily able to sleep anywhere from 12 to 13 hours a day. It's actually impressive. Now, my body, internal clock, whatever, will not let me do those things anymore. Uh, It's just not possible, be it my schedule or uh, my age or whatever the case may be. Uh, I'm getting... Seven, seven and a half on a good day of sleep, and then I have to get up, otherwise I start to get sore and things get bad. Damn. And so it's time for me to get the hell out of the rack, I guess is the point. But teenagers don't have that issue. In fact, uh, it's actually pretty important. So if you get tired or you get frustrated with the fact that your uh, teenager's in bed for 12, 13, 14, 15 hours a day, who knows? Just know that it's supposed to. Uh, They found out, courtesy of a bunch of studies they did over the last 15 years, that, listen, the natural circadian rhythm of your body in your teen years, it's when it's crazy and all over the place. So it makes it actually physically and mentally difficult for adolescents, teenagers, to wake up and stay awake in the morning. They aren't, their body doesn't want them to get up that early because they're just learning this kind of stuff. So... A reminder that it's actually good for their attitude, their cognitive functions, their attention span, all that kind of stuff to get that long amount of hours in their teen years. Did the girls do that? Were they sleepers? Yeah, they still do. Well, they're not that old, I suppose. They're in their early 20s, yeah. right? I'm jealous. So, yeah, being able to sleep like that is a gift. Enjoy it. Use those powers for good and treasure them because at some point they will go away. Yes, Big J? Uh, yes. Whether you like it or not, you you just won't be able to sleep that much, usually. Unless there's some sort of helper involved. The San Diego Padres have acquired Juan Soto at the trade deadline. He is very good at baseball. He's 23 years old. They also grabbed another all-star and first baseman, Josh Bell, from the Washington Nationals. Now, it cost him a lot. They had to give up Mackenzie Gore, Robert Hassel III, C.J. Abrams, James Woods, no relation, uh, Garland, Susana, and Luke Volt, all, all in the process for it. 
Uh, but they're certainly getting back the better players in the deal. So the Padres are making a push between their acquisition of the Brewers closer and a couple of additional bats. They have got a young, amazing, powerful core in their lineup, and their pitching staff has just gotten better as well. They are making a run for the Dodgers and trying to get that pennant, Big J. It has eluded them for a very long time. They're making a push this time around. And if this team can gel and come together, I'd have to say they're probably the favorites. They certainly have the most pop. Now they just got to get some payoff for some of the moves that they made. Miami Dolphins have been stripped of a couple of draft picks after the NFL found the team's management guilty of contacting a couple of desirable recruits outside of the permissional time period. Steven Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, was also suspended for six games, fined $1.5 million. They found that the Dolphins did, in fact, have conversations with both Tom Brady and Sean Payton while they both were under contract. That is not allowed under NFL bylaws, and so they stripped them of a first-round pick next year and a third-round pick next year because of it. No punishment for the player or coaches that were involved in the discussion, but the team has been fined and technically stripped of some draft picks. Also in those findings, they did find that Stephen Ross... It was a weird kind of release because they found that Stephen Ross had lots of conversations with plenty of people high up in the organization and Dolphins coach Brian Flores about prioritizing draft position for the Dolphins and it would be better for the team if they had a higher draft pick which is basically what Brian Flores says he was like hey they were telling me to lose so we could draft higher and they were giving me bonuses to do so but they didn't find them or or penalize them at all for that even though they found that uh, multiple sources said conversations were had and then the the the, uh, the also the release the press release that Stephen Ross put out yesterday saying he was exonerated from those particular charges but from what I read it said that he did it, they just decided not to punish him for it. Or there was no hard evidence that they paid him money to lose, which is what Brian Flores, I guess. Well, here's the problem, because that creates a dicey situation for the NFL. All if of they this were, does. If they were, well, yeah, but I mean, here's the thing, is if they find certain evidence that what Brian Flores is saying is correct, then they also have a, 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 a bigger lawsuit on their hands when it comes to discrimination and that sort of thing versus just them, you know, trying to tank a team. I understand. I understand they're trying to cover their own ass in this whole thing. I just find it interesting that in the actual, you know, kind of investigation, they found that conversations were had. Yes, these particular instructions were given, but now they're deciding not to do anything. Well, it's a lot it. of stress for those people. <laughs> yes. But uh, the idea is the Dolphins are in trouble. We'll see what happens going forward uh, because they're out a couple of draft picks. Speaking of things that are in trouble, I can't even wrap my head around what's happening at Warner Brothers in D.C. currently. Yesterday, it was a big announcement that they canceled two films. Now, usually, this isn't that big of a deal because Warner Brothers have already canceled the Wonder Twins movie that they announced. And yesterday, they announced... Those weren't done, though. Correct. Yesterday, they announced Batgirl uh, will be canceled as well as the Scooby-Doo uh, Scoob sequel that was supposed to be a prequel that both of which were going to HBO Max they've decided that neither of these movies will be released now what makes them amazing is what Big J just mentioned both of these movies are in the can production is to make correct they are done and they've still decided not to do this now listen 
since the Warner Brothers acquisition, uh, they have been cutting salary in movies left and right. They're trying to get rid of it. But they've already sunk $90 million into this Batgirl movie. God knows how much into that Scoob prequel as well. But they're just not doing anything with it. They've had test screenings of the movie, which stars Leslie Grace, Brandon Fraser, Michael Keaton pops up as Batman as well in this Batgirl movie. And apparently the test results were so bad that they decided, even though it wasn't going to get a theatrical release, they're not even going to put it out in on HBO Max, which is where it was set to go. And same thing with Scoob. They're not going to do anything with that either, which is crazy. So a couple things come to mind. Number one, I, I, I cannot imagine what, what Warner Brothers is doing. Number two, we may never see Michael Keaton as Batman again, because now yeah. this is canceled, and that Flash movie may never come out either, which are the two movies he's set to reprise his roles in. So that may not happen. And then three, how bad could this movie possibly have been for Warner Brothers, who has released a string of horrible movies to go, this is even too bad for us. Yeah, it's like, well, if you're doing this, can you go back and like erase from our memory Batman and Robin? Right. Can you do that? Or, that I mean, be... the first Suicide movie never happened. I'm yeah. fine with that, too. Yeah, let's start <laughs> retroactively. What are we doing? Just... It is crazy, but you have to also remember, uh, it's like, uh, you know, Discovery has bought now um, Warner Brothers, and so they uh, they seem to, like, they have a plan of what they want to do and how they want to approach this stuff, and so I think they're just getting rid of some of this stuff, the riffraff. They're like, this stuff sucks. How did you even let this suck so bad? I know, but... It's never going to suck and happen. But I can't imagine, even if you're trying to, to steer the ship in the right direction, that I mean, setting $90 million it, dollars on fire is a smart Yeah, move. why not put it on HBO Max? I That's mean, where it was supposed to go. I know. I don't understand. It must be just that bad. But there are other bad movies on that platform. Oh, there's tons. Listen, has they've seen anything that Netflix has released in the last three months? I mean, there's tons of awful things on all the streamers. That have terrible production There's value. There's got to be another reason. That's what I'm... What yeah. that is, who knows? But also, it's weird that they've already shelved this, but The Flash is still a go. One would think that if you're going to pull a, pu a plug on anything, it's the one that's got... Considerably probably the more money invested in that movie. I know, but still. I mean, it's, it's crazy what's happening here. And I'm doubting that this is the end of the story. Where it goes from here, I don't know, but I'm highly doubting we're hearing the end of it. <laughs> Pop Culture Smackdown on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we got a great prize package here for you this morning. Uh, tickets to Pop Evil, that show happening Saturday at the Ding Factory. Plus, we've got a sound check party uh, for you to uh, enjoy and get in there and uh, get close to the band and uh, check them out while they do that. It's a lot of fun. We'll have you set up with that. Also, Friday at uh, Kleiner Park is the Meridian Fire Department's salmon feed, which is delicious. So, great salmon. Uh, we'll set you up with uh, tickets to that as well here if you can beat Nick and Pop Culture Smackdown. Your Friday and Saturday just got planned if you win Pop Culture Smackdown today. 208-287-1003. Big J's got the questions. Hopefully, there's a couple answers out of you in there somewhere. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Morning, gentlemen. Good morning, sir. What's your name? Tim. All right, Tim. You're up first. This current player in the NFL holds the most Super Bowl rings of any player in history at seven. What's his name? This would have to be about football. The only person I'm going to guess is Tom Brady. Tom Brady is right. All right. Happy birthday to him. So old. Old. Nick, who's the primary villain bad guy there in the 2014 movie Guardians of the Galaxy? 
Uh, Ronan. Yes, Ronan, the right. accuser. Tim, in the TV series Stranger Things, what job does Jim Harper have? What's his job? Um, Sheriff. Ah, they'll take it. Close enough. Right. Chief of police, sheriff. People get those confused all the time. Uh, Nick, what former Nickelodeon star is also the longest running member currently of Saturday Night Live cast? Uh, Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson. Right, right on the money there. Which U.S. state is the Aloha state? Uh, Hawaii. Hawaii. Right. Aloha. Gosh, even, yeah. Nick Martin Sheen starting Apocalypse Now. He then reprised his role uncredited in his son Charlie's movie Hot Shots Pardue. What's the character's name? Oh, no. Uh, I will not get this. Um, I don't know. I remember him passing by Charlie Sheen on the boat. Uh, I remember that happening in Hot, Sh- Hot Shots Part 2. Uh, I remember him in Apocalypse Now, some of the lines, but I, I could not tell you the character's name, so uh, I don't know. Is it the president like he was in the West Wing? Yeah, the president, Bartlett. Wrong. What's no. the answer? Captain Willard. Would you have known that one, Timothy? Right. Absolutely not. Good job, my friend. Congratulations. Hey, Pop Evil. T- well, I mean, it makes me feel better. If I, I do. Oh, he hung no! up. No! Him. You won, man. Come on, dude. Call back. Call back. He might have just got Stop disconnected. Stop asking people questions. Or I'll thought. handle that here. <laughs> or thought. He, uh, he got it wrong. But no, sir, you are actually the winner. Call back and claim your prize. <laughs> Pop Evil tickets are yours. So are tickets to the Salmon Feet. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your headlines. are happening next on the X-Rocks. Big J. Headlines brought to you by the Lifetime Store. Hey, man, grand opening of a brand new location in Nampa this weekend, taking over the old Shopco building there. So come visit this weekend for the grand opening celebration. Bring the family. Lifetime Nampa will be open. And, oh, yeah, the X is going to be broadcasting live out there on Saturday from 1 to 3. Adam is going to be broadcasting live. So swing on by, say hello to Adam, win some stuff from the X Rock Stock, and be a champion and celebrate the grand opening of the Lifetime Store in Nampa on Caldwell Boulevard. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Finders keepers, not mine, and free in every bag. Not mine. A Florida man was caught trying to bring a knife into a courthouse in his shoe, Big J. Not a good idea. Metal detectors quickly found the item, an 8-inch dagger hidden inside the the shoe's sole. His excuse? These are my shoes, man. I don't know where I got these knife shoes from, but they ain't mine. The man is allegedly living under a risk protection order, meaning firearms had to be removed from his home after firing a shotgun at people who did not exist in his front yard, Big J. That's never a good sign. And then, like, also, you know, putting on boots that he either is fully aware or not aware that there was a knife in. Not a really good plan when going to the courthouse. But all that being said, have you ever worn anybody else's shoes as an adult man? No. Me either. I don't know if I would ever buy that excuse from anybody. Like, if they legitimately said, well, listen, these are my shoes. I mean, even if they had a knife in them or not, I'd be like, come on, man. You're an, a real adult person. You tell me you're, having, you're around real other people's shoes? person. <laughs> that doesn't make <clears throat> any sense to me. No. I don't like it. And I hope nobody's wearing my shoes. Finders keepers are free in every bag. Free in every bag.
You know, when you open up a bag of popcorn, every once in a while, you, you probably expect there's going to be some unpopped kernels in there somewhere. You understand? Yeah. But what you don't expect inside your popcorn, Big J, is a live damn snake. And no. Oh, no. Virginia woman was doing her food shopping at a supermarket. She picked up a bag of popcorn, noticed it had a teeny tiny little hole in it, so she did the right thing. She didn't want anybody else to mistakenly buy a bag that had a hole in it, so she decided she was going to bring it up to customer service and say this item is damaged goods. That is when a black rat snake slithered out of the hole in the bag and crawled up her arm, Big J. Damn. Nightmare fuel. The store manager said, quote, we have no idea where it came from. We're, inspe- we're investigating, trying to figure out where it was, but no indication that there's any others, so that's good. Uh, black rat snakes are native to Virginia, just not to bags of popcorn, so they're, they're, it somehow got into the store and willed its way in there. But uh, that is something, I mean, like, you can never eat that popcorn again, of course, right? And then you're going to forever th- look for holes and things that yeah. you're buying. I mean, that changes your whole psyche when something like that happens. And it's very traumatic, and I'm so sorry that happened. I mean, that would change pop. I'm not sure if I'd ever eat popcorn again. Ever? Well, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it might be one of those deals where it would just give me the heebie-jeebies, you know? If you've got, like, a snake crawling out of something, that now forever taints that particular item, in my opinion. Forever unclean. Yeah, forever unclean. Like, I mean, I might order some popcorn at the movies, and then I have this weird vision of the snake crawling out of the popcorn. I mean, it would freak me out. I realize it wasn't there, but that doesn't mean I wouldn't see it with my mind's eye. We'll wrap it up with Finders Keepers. Big J, somebody was walking along the beach in the Florida Keys, and look what they found. About 126 pounds of cocaine washed up there on the shore over the weekend. The gentleman that was walking on the beach did call in the suspicious packages he found near the Ocean Point condominiums. The packages were bound with black tape. They tested positive for cocaine. Let me guess, Big J. Let's see how good you are at drugs. What's the street value of 126 pounds of cocaine this day and age? $150,000. Way low. Oh, Way I don't low. know. I had. About $2 million worth of cocaine that Whoops. washed up on the shore. Sorry, everybody. So either do buy your cocaine from Big J or don't sell your cocaine to Big J. One of the two. I have nothing to do with cocaine. Let's just be clear. Okay. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things you need. Morning After with Nick and Big J. This weekend happening at Firebird Wasteway. It is Night Fire Nationals weekend, which is why it's time to catch up with Scott New, who joins us on the phone. Good morning, Scott. How are you, sir? Well, good morning to you, too. What a great morning it is. and shaping up to be an incredible weekend. Yeah, congratulations, man. 51 years of the Night Fire Nationals, which is pretty damn impressive. Where It seems like we're hitting a new milestone every single time we do this, but it's a fairly big deal, the Night Fire Firebird, right? Well, it's grown into to one of the biggest motorsports events in the entire Pacific Northwest. The three-day event, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, is truly our hallmark weekend, the signature event of Firebird. And it's uh, it's one that we start planning the day after it concludes and all the way through the course of the season. It's uh, it's definitely the granddaddy, as we like to call it. Yeah, and tons of money on the line. Can you imagine 50 years ago, you know, uh, 10000 bucks a day is the purse for this? That's crazy. <laughs> Well, you toss it all together, and it's now approaching $200,000 between the professional ranks and the sportsman cars. There'll be close to 400 racers here from all over the country and Canada as well for the first time in two years. So it's really 
yeah, it, it, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, that that's important, too, I think, Scott, because, you know, they're not just there putting on a show. Uh, these uh, these uh, people, these men and women are here. They're here to race. They're here to win money. They're here to be champions. And so what that means is they have to go out and give their best efforts, and that's the best for us fans to come out and see a good race. Well, one of the cool things about this race, and it's been this way for probably about 12, 15 years, is the NHRA Hot Rod Heritage Series. There's national championships that will be on the line in both Top Fuel and Funny Car, which means there's national points competing for a year-end title, which will take place in October down at Bakersfield at the Hot Rod Reunion. But we're one of the key stops of the season, and that's why we've got cars literally coming from everywhere. Yeah, they're not messing around this weekend, that's for sure. Scott, give us an idea of some of the highlights of what's going to be happening this weekend out there at Firebird Raceway. Well, one of the interesting uh, points is the fact that uh, I think the largest field of nitro cars, when you're talking about funny car, top fuel, and fuel alters, somewhere around 34 or 37. We have 39 pre-entries right now in those three classes which is going to make for a triple throwdown affair during qualifying on both Friday and Saturday night. Of course, the finals, if you make the field, because some of the racers won't make it because uh, there's so many entries coming in here, then the championship finals will all be starting off at noon on Sunday. But, yeah, just the, the volume of cars, given the climate, the economy that we're in today, they've put Boise on the map, regardless of what it takes to get here financially, time away from work, on and on it is literally the who's who that'll be rolling in for this year's night fire and uh you know the elements are going to have some good clean hot air that should make for some pretty good racing right well the forecast being in the low 90s over the weekend i mean thankfully we've uh, got a reprieve after triple digits for such a period of time (laughs) it'll be just ideal especially at night when the cooler air starts rolling in that's when these cars really do rock the quarter mile Scott, you have so many different categories and classes taking part in the Nightfire Nationals over the weekend. Almost everyone has got a champion that has performed very well at Firebird before or a defending champion of some kind. How much does experience play into an event like Nightfire? Are we looking at the people that really know this racetrack inside and out that have an advantage, or is it really anybody's game this weekend? Oh, no, the people with all the experience. I mean, that's a big part of the equation. When you come to 2,700 feet above sea level, where a lot of these cars all compete, California, Washington, at more sea level tracks, it's a whole different game. The air is thin. Uh, the motors, because you don't have as much oxygen, you have to come up with creative ways to make your motors make power. Uh, and, and those that have come here for a long time certainly have kind of a nod up. One of the reasons, like Bobby Cottrell, that's the two-time reigning world champion, has won four consecutive events here at Firebird. It's all the time and effort. Bucky Austin, the, the car owner, one of the renowned racers in our country, has been coming here since 1969. So you can imagine all of the data that he has over the years. And I know there's a slew of funny cars coming here trying to going to be trying to knock Bobby off uh, the block because uh, four in a row is pretty staggering. And uh, I, I know a number of teams that are all going to try and put a stop and a halt to that program and i'll say it again uh scott best ticket in town i mean the pit side tickets uh, you get in there and you get a chance to see uh these uh race teams and how they go about their business and setting up the cars and just getting a chance to uh, get closer to them than uh, than any professional sport there is yeah you can get pit side tickets uh either online on our website or you can swing by stinker stores the tickets are just 25 bucks, which includes your pit pass on Friday and Sunday, and 35 for Saturday. So it's a whale of a deal. We just want as many families to, to 
come experience what this is all about, whether it's the grandparents, the aunts, the uncles, mom and dad, the kids. That's what this sport's all about, and especially being able to go into the pits, like you said, drag racing's unique. You get to see them changing motors, working on their combinations, getting them ready, something that you would only normally see like on TV because at other motorsports events you sit in the grandstands and kind of observe the racing going on, uh, and you get to see into the pits if you're watching TV or whatnot. But here you get right into the essentially the, the racer's locker room where they're doing all the work to get things ready, and they warm them up in the pits. It's quite the experience. 51st annual Nightfire Nationals this weekend at the Firebird Raceway. It's presented by Bymart. You can grab your tickets at firebirdonline.com. That's also a great stop for all the upcoming events that the new family have planned as well because it is a staple of the Treasure Valley, and you've got to check it out, and it's a great family affair. Scott, as always, we appreciate the information. Sure, it's going to be an amazing, successful weekend, and thank you very much for the time, sir. Appreciate it. Take care. Big J on 100.3 The X. Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to Idaho Center. Exit off the freeway. And we have tickets to sold out. Whiskey Myers, the Outlaw Field. It's happening Sunday. We'll hook you up with those tickets. You just need to figure out Bad Impressions. 208-287-1003. If you'd like these tickets, it goes like this. Big J's got three clues. They all point to somebody pretty damn famous. If you can figure out who that famous person could possibly be, Using those three clues, perhaps all three, perhaps only one of the three, perhaps two of the three, you will win these tickets to the show and hopefully have a good time. That's the idea anyway. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. 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 Howdy. What's up, man? What's you your name? Chris. Hi, Chris. You're up first. I've been nominated four times for Oscars as an actor. I won one for playing stuntman Cliff Booth in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nicholas Cage? No, not not no. Nicholas Cage. Yes, right. Tyler Durden was one of my favorite roles. Next one. I've recently gotten divorced from Angelina Jolie. Uh, Brad Pitt. There yeah, go. there you go. Congratulations, man. Hang on I'm one Bradley. second. Uh, we'll get you all that information for that Whiskey Meyer show coming up on Sunday. Why is Brad Pitt in the news? Well, we got Brad Pitt. We got a Brad Pitt movie coming out here, Bullet Train. And uh, I was recently uh, part of the um, uh, the the premiere and everything, and he sh- showed up wearing a skirt, Nick. Now, now, not a kilt. Okay, not a kilt, but a skirt. And uh, he was asked by Variety, "Hey, why why you, why'd you do that?" And he said, "I don't know. We're all gonna die, so let's mess it up." <laughs> Yeah, people were very uh, enamored with this particular uh, fashion choice. I wasn't sure why exactly, but we've cared a lot more about clothes at premieres than I've ever thought we should have anyway. Well, yeah, man, it's fashion, the whole fashion world. I guess. And I I guess you and I are just so fashion forward, we don't worry about that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, I'm like, listen, some bands have been wearing skirts for a long time. Yeah, nothing to They they were like, I I don't understand what that outfit is that they wear, but they wear them. Well, as long as he's comfortable and as long as he's happy, who gives a rat's ass, right? I, I Totally. He's now, Brad Pitt. He can get away with it as well. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. 
That's the latest from Ozzy, patient number nine, wrapping up the morning after with Nick and Big J. We got an official approval from Big J from the Bob's Burgers movie that is available for you to stream now on HBO Max. He enjoyed it, thinks you will as well. We also had a chance to chat it up with Scott New and talk a little bit about the big Night Fire Nationals happening this weekend at Firebird Raceway. It's going to be pretty awesome. We encourage you to check out firebirdonline.com for your tickets and additional information. Big J and his family throwing a birthday party for his dog this weekend, which is a situation he never thought he'd be in. But you know what? Thanks for bringing the story to the table, Big J. It leaves you with the floor, my friend. Uh, another story, another fun story here is that uh, on July 23rd, Holly Pettit, uh, she's a pilot, 737 uh, pilot for Southwest Airlines. She was flying uh, to St. Louis uh, via Denver. Her co-pilot was her daughter, Keely Pettit, and uh, that is the first time that's happened, a mother-daughter team at Southwest Airlines. How cool would that be? Uh, flying with your... I'm sure it's not the first time they've done it together, but probably pretty cool to do it commercially, No, first, right? first time... Yeah, of course. I yes. mean, you know, when they're learning to fly and, and, and stuff, and I'm their, sure. In their job. Exactly. It's pretty, pretty crazy. Very nice. Congratulations to the Pettits. How will you celebrate? Uh, I, I No, no, I won't celebrate. Not at the birthday party I wonder what weekend? that would be like, though. Maybe a toast? Having a kid interested in what you do. <laughs> X Rock. Brought to you by Team Mazda. Need a car loan do-over? Get online pre-approval with the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. The one you hear about all the time on the X, it's right there at GoTeamMazda.com. That's it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.